It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is a, a rescheduled interview with a South African singer, Lyra. Uh, she has six studio albums, three live DVDs, an autobiography, and a movie. Um, she is a powerhouse in South African music industry, and she has blessed us calling in today all the way from South Africa to speak about her new album, entitled Born Free, and you just heard B about it from her album, Born Free. Uh, good morning. Well, actually, for you, it's good evening. Good afternoon, Lyra. <laughs> Hi, Joy. How are you? I am good. I am wonderful. We haven't talked in about four years, I think it is, or five years. That's amazing. Wow. It's been a while. It's really been a while. Yes. And yes. hello to all your listeners. Yeah. Thank you again for calling in and taking the time. I know you're very busy. Um, you're doing so many things since the last time we spoke. Um, you're the face of Bobby Brown uh, Cosmetics. Um, you got a auto. You got a documentary going on about your life. Um, how do you b- juggle all these balls in the air? And now you got a new album. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a little bit of scheduling, I find I can fit it all in. Um, but I think ultimately, I'm really doing stuff that I love and I care about, and so it really is just a pleasure. So now this album is entitled Born Free. Can you talk to the audience a little bit about that title and what it means to you? Well, it's interesting that the subject of freedom kept coming up for me, um, you know, since I've been exploring marketing myself in other parts of the world. I find people are curious about what what life is like in South Africa. Um, But I also see the difference between being South African and just other cultures and other countries. And it really got me thinking that I feel like, particularly in South Africa, we were given um, freedom or suddenly things were free in the country, but we did not really know how to be free. You know, it was Mm. still like a concept. And so I feel like I defined freedom for myself. That day I I quit a job that I I didn't enjoy in order to follow my passion. I think in that process, I already started defining my freedom and it's been the most fulfilling journey ever. It's so wonderful to just sort of um, live out your own uniqueness. And I guess it's something that I feel like all human beings really deserve. 
And so I wanted to then discuss breathing. You know, what is what what does it feel like? What does it look like? And what is mm-hmm. it exactly? And I have my own definitions of it in the album. And the whole album is literally themed to freedom. So the songs are different, are a look at different aspects of freedom. And then I did something really unique, I guess. I invited fans from around the world to speak about what freedom means to them. So interwoven in, in between all the songs are actual people discussing what freedom means to them. Yes, yes, I heard some of that. I want to play one of your songs on Sneak Kunjalo and talking about freedom, I think, on a more what we call macro or larger level uh, with with the community. We can discuss that after uh, it plays. So this is Sekun Jalo from Lyra's album, Born Free. that was a headline uh, on the newspaper in South Africa when the government transitioned from the minority white rule to uh, the newer government. Talk to the audience about this song and what that means in relation to, you know, government and politics uh, in South Africa or just in terms of people in South Africa. Well, the phrase, Segundala, means, and so it is. It's already that way. That's basically what the phrase means. And for me, the, the, the album isn't so much um, political as it is it's just a mental state of being. So in this particular song, I'm really just discussing that often you get thrust into a world that requires you to conform. And um, the world sort of sets the tone for your mindset. And for me, it just was important to, to, for me to take responsibility for what I allow infiltrate my brain and that's for or my mindset and that's um you know sets the tone for how i believe and how i behave so mm-hmm. in this song i'm like don't 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 leave your mind to be impacted on by the world especially once you become conscious of it you set the tone for what you believe uh, who you think you are and then you say and so it is and that's how it's going to be so you're the boss of your own mindset, essentially. And that alone, for me, is, is, is freedom. It's literally uh, commanding the freedom to say, I own my mind. I, I own my opinions. I own my perspective. And it's just really that responsibility. Mm. Now, the last time you were on, just a little fun note, you were talking about liking scooters. Do you still like scooters? Do you still have one? Um, I, or you, do you have a new <laughs> love now? <laughs> I do collect them, but I had a small accident, and my husband banned me from my scooter, so Aww. I haven't been on it, I think, in like five years. <laughs> oh, wow. Not bad. <laughs> well, what, yeah. what, are, what are some of the things you like to do when you're not singing? Um, what are some of your, you know, just fun things just to relax? I think my favorite thing is, is eating. I mean, I will, I will die <laughs> for the experience. 
cuisine somewhere or, I mean, I love fine dining. Um, you know, I'll get friends and family together so we can all go eat in some cool place. It's really mm. my favorite thing to do. Great company, great food is, is the ultimate. Now, is there a, a country you haven't been to that you would like to go to and perform? Yes, Japan. So when I was doing my U.S. tour promoting my debut album, um, I suddenly had this incredible development of fans in Japan that mm. had gotten money from the States. But some of these fans literally collected my entire collection. This is books, T-shirts, the works in Japan. Wow. And they formed a page called um, Lira, Team Lira Japan. And they also sent a journalist to D.C. when I was over there. Mm-hmm. So I would love Japan just, just, just to do my thing for my fans out there. Oh, wow. That would be wonderful. Uh, my mom visited Japan, and it, it's a great place definitely to visit. And for you, they have a lot of uh, people interested in African-American music and as well as African music. So, And that's point proven that they made a whole page about you um, <laughs> and are definitely into your music. I just want to let the audience know that uh, you have a website. It's called MissLira.com, and they can check out um, information about you there. You're also on Twitter. Uh, Miss uh, Lyra under, uh, underscore Lyra uh, on, on Twitter. They can check you out there. Um, I want to play another song uh, from your album, Born Free. It's called Let There Be Light. Don't be overcome. Stop hiding in the dark. You can be the song um and it's you know sometimes it's hard to be a light um sometimes it's hard to be happy in your life but one of the things that i find um that helps me uh is is helping somebody else when i help somebody else um i see their happiness and then it kind of like bounces me back you know like oh you know what is there's things that are possible um that i that there is still hope you know uh, Lyra, talk to the audience just a little bit about, um, did you write this song, um, Let There Be the Light? And, um, you know, what are your feelings about it and what's your meaning behind it? Well, absolutely. And I agree with you. Um, yes, I did write all the music, all the, all the songs on my album. Um, for me, allowing yourself to be the light is really allowing yourself to to be in a space of joy, how, wh- whatever, by whatever means necessary. So doing something for other people is a great way. Um, doing something you love is a great way. Um, being around people that make you feel good is a great way. Um, you know, placing yourself just in, in a space of joy. I feel like joy is the most natural state for us as human beings. I, feel, I find people obsessed over sex, over drugs, over drinking, because they're looking for a, a little bit of happiness. 
So for me, it's really just about consciously striving to bring more joy into your life. And and I feel when people are, are, are being more of themselves and they are happier, they do sort of emanate a kind of light. So I'm not really particular about how you bring it about, but I think it's better for the world and it's better for you if you can just stay, stay in a space of, of, of being joyful because you bring light into the world. Well, I like joy. You know, my name is Joy. So I definitely think people should... <laughs> People should definitely be in a state of joy. It makes things so, so much easier. I mean, when people are stressed out and angry, uh, confused or depressed, um, it's like going through life like sludge. It's like mud. Every step is so difficult. And, And if you're in joy... Things, the synergy, the working together, um, the light is there for you as well as others, and uh, it, it just makes life so much easier. But, um, you know, it's just not easy for everyone. You know, you have a lot of blessings in your life, and I believe that you, and I think I spoke about it on the other interview, almost like a pastor, almost like bringing light to people, your fans. But, you know, there's some people, they don't have money, they don't have food, they don't have yeah. shelter, um, you know, it's very difficult for them to be a light because they're looking for the light. You know what I mean? Or they're looking light. for the light. Um, so, um, well, um, I'm trying to cut you in. Sorry. I, I, I wanted to just say that I've, I've been in that place. I've been depressed. I've been broke. I've been um, a failure. I've, I've been poor. I've, I've been all of these things, you know, just – also coming from South Africa, I've just felt like I was nothing at some point. And me allowing myself to focus on the positive aspects of my life and who I am was a great place to start building that light. So there's always something that you can focus on because remember, whatever we focus on expands. So mm. the, often I tell people the difference between me and someone who's struggling is because I look at all the positives and, and create a big mountain out of them and somebody else might be looking at all the problems and they create a mountain out of that. I feel like it's perspective. That's mm-hmm. the fundamental difference. Yes. It's like the, ha- the glass is half full versus half empty um, theory. And, and you're looking at it as a half full and some people are looking at it half empty, you know. Exactly. So um, exactly. that's the thing. Now you talked about food and eating. Can you cook? Is there a special meal that you can cook? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I wouldn't say I have special meals. I'm I'm I experiment in the kitchen. I just throw things together, and you know, it just depends on my mood and whatever's available. I just kind of put things together. But I do love vegetables. I I don't like overcooked food. I don't like oily food. I don't like salty food. Mm. I like to keep the integrity of food and the freshness. So I'm a very conscious eater in that sense. In that I, I just I like food to taste like it's what it's supposed to. And what I'll be yeah. is making vegetables. Really cool. Mm-hmm, I actually mm-hmm. have a organic garden in my home, and my, I've got quite a lovely big garden, and about 85% of it is edible and medicinal. Mm. So I have lots of fun. I literally have herbs on my hill, and then at the bottom of the yard, I literally have all kinds of vegetables. I eat from, from my yard predominantly. So for people who are not familiar with you, uh, t- can you tell them what your name means? Um, I know oh, I have a special name meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, name, my full name is Lerato, which means love. Right? So my name is love. So I often say I can't help it, y'all. You know, 
I can wonder about I can't help it. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah, so it comes natural to me, and I think I I am very spiritual, but it's more like I I, I don't I don't follow a particular religion or or spiritual practice. I just I just am a lover of life, and I've just picked up that we we really are responsible for um, what happens in our lives. And um, there's a, there's a, there's a guy called Michael Beckwith who said it so eloquently. He was like, you know, life is like a mirror. It reflects back to you what you give to it. And I was young and I was like, oh, let me just check this stuff out, you know, just really being conscious because I realized sometimes we say one thing, we think another, and then we do something totally completely different. And mm-hmm. for me, that is this great description of madness. If you align, if you can be conscious of what you're saying, what you're thinking, what you're doing, literally, like life cannot, it's impossible for life not to respond to that. And I just tried it. I was young. I was, I was, I was sort of open, and I, and I, I was so frustrated about the fact that how can you be given gifts and passion and and no platform to express it? Like it seemed like a retarded plan. I was like, yeah. what is a life like that? I just yeah. so retarded. I was like, what are you supposed to do? Like if you if you have a passion, it nags you. It nags. You. It's like it's like do something with me. And so I really just put myself out there. I was like, okay. This is what I want. I felt like my mindset, I had to change because my normal, if me believing in what the world thinks about musicians, for instance, is that, oh, you're going to die poor, you need this, you need that. I had to align myself or my thinking in a way that supported this decision. Otherwise, there was no point in even quitting my job. So yeah. I literally had to trust and believe 100% and alter so, so sometimes I find that you, you make a decision on your own, but when you're sitting with your friends who are having a pity party, then you also add to that. It's like you, you're completely canceling everything you've decided. And then, you know, you, you, you decrease your energy and your excitement for what you want to do, which means you sabotage your actions. And then you yeah. sabotage yourself ultimately. So this is actually what I'm, I'm really at the core talking about with freedom. In fact, you are free to choose what you want to think, what you want to say, what you want to do. But if you're smart, you align all of these three things, and it is amazing what life will give back to you. Definitely, definitely. I want to play one of your songs on the album that's a little sad, and then we can talk about relationships and uh, uh, what that means and how people get into relationships they probably shouldn't be in and get out and so on. I'm going to play uh, Let Go Sometimes from Lyra's album Born Free. Now, the last time you were on here, you had just gotten married. Um, do you feel comfortable just talking about your growth, being a married person, and things that you might have learned being married, and what that means? 
yeah, I was going to talk about that. Um, I feel um, when you get married, I mean, I was very conscious. I think my husband and I were very progressive about how we structured our relationship, but I realized there's certain things that you inherit that are almost societal um, conditioning, if you will. So I feel you're individuals and you're supportive of one another and it's wonderful, and then you walk into this system called marriage and then you automatically adjust yourself. Mm. Either you make yourself less or you want to dominate the other person. And... So the most powerful thing I learned is sometimes, I think as women, we give up our sense of power, our sense of self to make the marriage work in, 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 from the perspective of the other person. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I mean, that can happen for women and for men, true. But I think we, we sort of give up something of ourselves. We don't, we don't retain enough of our individuality, enough of our passion, enough of who we are. We literally just compromise on what we want to make the marriage work, and then years go by and you grow um, aggressive, you grow unhappy, and all of these other emotions. I think that was the biggest thing is to is to acknowledge myself, to never give any of myself up in that sense, to really be conscious of not um, dishonoring myself, to really stand up for myself and love myself, really. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. It's difficult. <clears throat> I think you hit the nail on the head with the idea of culture. Because different cultures uh, say that the woman is supposed to be this way, the man is supposed to be that way. The woman is supposed to do this, she's supposed to cook. The man is supposed to take the garbage out. You know, the, the woman is supposed to take care of the kids and the man is supposed to go to work. So there's these cultural things that we are wearing that are in our brains that are, you know, on our backs, so to speak. And so, like you said, you go into the marriage one way and then you cross that threshold and then you put that garb on. You put that marriage garb on, if you will, you know. And uh, it happens everywhere in the world, everywhere in the world, because every culture has a different so, view, yeah. you know. Um, Very much. Uh, uh, but unfortunately, I think women, and this is no offense to any man, they do shrink. I think they do shrink yeah. themselves oh, yeah. more so, oh, yeah. you know, um, oh, yeah. so that the man can shine. And sometimes the man wants to be the shiner. You know, he wants to be the I'm the man, and you stay behind me, you know, thing. Um, but I think you mentioned dishonor. You know, that's the key right there. Don't dishonor yourself because then you also are dishonoring the marriage, you know? I think so, you know, because when it's about God, the person is enamored with you and everything that you are, and then you diminish yourself and you shrink yourself, and then it becomes toxic in a way because it's horribly imbalanced. Yes. Yes, so exactly. It, and sometimes, yeah, it, it takes it takes like a little bit of pain and a bit of hurt to step back and say, "What are we doing? Like, whose game are we playing? What what rules are we playing? Who are we? Like, I love you because you're in this kind of person. So you you cannot um, diminish yourself because um, you're dishonoring yourself. And if you dishonor yourself, you'll be unhappy in a marriage. And then things. Sometimes I think a lot of things in marriage can really be solved if people just deal with themselves personally. We're looking for people to to change for us or to solve things that we're supposed to solve within ourselves. And if you just change that, marriage can, can really work. Yes. You have to work on yourself first. You have to honor yourself first. You have to let your light shine. You have to fix yourself first. Then you can deal with somebody else, whether that's marriage 
or work or dealing with your children, even being a parent, if you know, you're not fixed inside, if you're not aligned within yourself, that negativity will ooze out, if you will, into being a parent, onto yeah. your child, onto your partner, into your job. It's all interconnected. They're all together. You cannot separate the two. You cannot think you can hide in one arena and it's not going to show in another arena. It, it's going to come out. It's going to be seen, you know? Well, such hope well, I, people that way. One thing you do in one area um, affects everything else. Excuse me, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it, that's the hard thing about it is that we want to try to control our lives and, okay, I'm going to be this way at work. I'm going to do this way. It's impossible. Impossible. You know work. what I'm saying? <laughs> It is. It's very tiring. You know what I mean? It's very tiring. Uh, now, you're also on The Voice as a judge. Talk to us about that experience. What's that like? Is that, like, so cool to see new young talent, you know, coming onto the screen? How was that for you? It's so fulfilling, Joy. It, it really is just incredible. I found that when I wrote my autobiography, Making Her Story, it opened up opportunities to speak uh, to business people, to young entrepreneurs, to sort of uh, women-orientated events. So I was speaking a lot. I was just sort of going in depth as to how I created my business and how I, I created a business out of my passion. Mm-hmm. And then it, it occurred to me, I'd never addressed musicians, interestingly. So the voice for me was a great opportunity to do that, but it's been so amazing. I mean, just watching people who have such great command of their talent. I mean, I struggled to to own mine, you know, but and I see young people that are so talented and also feeling like I have I have something to add, a, a sense of value. But I mean it's really ridiculous in that I'm like a fan of my team. <laughs> I am so much of them and I think I admire how how far they've gone in, in just in, in, in commanding their talent. So what yes. I'm really adding is adding the, I suppose, the business savviness, but also I find a lot of them have worked on being amazing vocalists but not being holistic artists. So they're sometimes shy. They don't use their body enough. So for me, it's really just adding to where they might be lacking. So it's really been amazing. Yes, yes. Well, I want to thank you so much. I want to say Nkosi to you for coming on the show today oh, yeah. again. Um, just so wonderful to speak with you, and I'm so happy for your new album, Born Free. I'm going to be giving away a download, iTunes download, um, so people follow me at Joy Keys, become a oh, fan yeah. on Facebook, and um, good luck with everything. And uh, just I, I'm so happy that you are continuing to be a light to others, not just musicians, but just regular old people as well. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Joy. I um, I appreciate just always chatting to you, and, and, you know, I just feel like you also add light, just the tone of your show. You allow me to speak from a space of truth and not necessarily, you know, the hype that comes with what we do. So I really, really appreciate your light as well in that sense. Oh, thank you so much. Again, Nkosi, and you have a wonderful day, and um, good luck with your marriage and your business and everything, and I will talk to you soon, and hopefully you come back to America. I'm working on coming there in the summer, so um, you guys keep a lookout. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You have a great day, okay? Thank you, Joy. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with South African singer Lyra. 
I'm going to be giving away a copy of her album, Born Free, download from iTunes. So follow me at Joy Keys on Twitter. Become a fan on Facebook. Check me out. Tag me on Instagram. You too can win a copy. Check out MissLira.com. That's her website. Also, you can check her out. She's on YouTube. She's on Twitter, Miss underscore Lira on Twitter. Beautiful, beautiful voice. Lots and lots of music that you can enjoy. She has six studio albums. This is not her first. Um, she is a powerhouse with all types of music. So please check her out. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you next week. Strong and bold I am meant to be. Balancedly I am meant to live. Powerful is what lies within, yeah. But the world will try to deceive me. Everything I could ever be is already contained within me. Blinded by all the lies I hear, yeah. My heart wants to be set free. And what it means to be born free. Is to be free to be me, and what it means to be born free is to live and be happy. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.